Hi everyone, and welcome to the 223rd and our final episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I've been your host, Brandon, and I've been here with Churro! And I'm... I was Churro. Wait. You were you were Churro. Are you still Churro? I don't know. Am I still Churro? What's... I mean, you, you could, you, if you want to still be churro, you can still be churro. Oh, okay. I thought I thought we were just like you know. Yeah, you, you can I keep w- that. Okay, I just wanted you, to fit in. You know, with just just clean clean your desk and and clear out before the end of the episode. But you you can keep the churro. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> God, it's I'm, God. I the real. I was thinking about this the entire time, like yeah, the entire day at work, and I was like, the realization has not hit me yet, and here we are recording. Yeah, here we are after all these years. Over 10 years, I know for you it's a little longer, and for me, like, 10 years and uh, two months or so. Some change. And then, yeah, for the podcast on the whole, I think we're closing in on it being, uh, I know we did our 20th anniversary, or, or not 20th, we did That's our 10th, <laughs> yeah, a little early, uh, we did our 10th anniversary in 2019, if I'm not mistaken, with uh, with Lauren McFadden, the original creator. And yeah, I think so now that would mean it's almost 12. So wow. yeah, it's it's been a long time, man. Long, long time. A lot of, a lot of many, many episodes, uh, many Kingdom Hearts games, many- A lot of, uh, a lot of memories. A lot of memories. Yeah. A lot, a lot of segments. Lot of stuff. A lot of segments, yeah. Yeah, but you know what? We've been here uh, for a lot of these episodes, so we're gonna give it one more, get a one final send off, and we've got we got a big show today. Clearly, uh, this might be a long one. I don't know. We'll find out when we're, we're done with it. But uh, yeah, let's uh, get the show on the road. For you new folks, as ironic as that may be, Kingdom Hearts Union has been part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and has been presented by. The Gaming Union Network. We released every Tuesday, rotating each week with Final Fantasy Union. And we came out on the iTunes Store, Spotify, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter, which is at KHUnion. Or is it, is it yeah. at or was? It, it, no, it, it's still at KHUnion. Okay. And okay. it's still, and, and that, that, the Twitter stays. The Twitter's okay. fine. Okay, fine. Fine. What, what, I mean, what am I supposed to take on this desk? I mean, like, <laughs> Like, I, yeah. whatever, besides my name, you know, I, I want yeah. somebody to remember keep, this. Keep your churro. You can keep uh, your chair. Okay. You can keep your mic. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, but uh, just to be clear for everybody, uh, so the podcast is, well, at least for us two, is ending. I still don't know, you know, ultimately uh, what's going to end up with the podcast if there will be others to take our place. But I think at least for the short term to possibly forever, uh, the podcast is over. <laughs> I hate to put it that way, but that's kind of uh, currently where it's at. Um, you know, ultimately, you know, and this has always been the case. This is a, a show that belongs to Lauren and Daryl. This is their show um, that they they are now uh, they have been the owners of for a, a long time, and uh, it will be theirs to uh do with as they see fit you know if they if they're looking to find uh new hosts or just let it uh go off into the sunset you know that that is uh the up to them to figure that out um i think now is actually like and i think you could agree Charo, like if, if there was ever a time to sort of hit the uh 
the sleep button on on uh, on Kingdom Hearts Union, whether it's you know long term or you know just for a little bit until they find new hosts. This is the right time to do it because like exactly. You know, we're 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 in a you know a transitionary period in the series in general. You know, you know clearly yeah, we you know, just we just finished a long running saga, and now we're about to start yeah. a new one. You know, right now, you know, next year is a big year for Kingdom Hearts, and exactly, you know, Namar the, knows what he's doing. Exactly. So. so this is this is the the right time to do this sort of thing. Um, uh, you know, if if there are you know hosts up to the task that uh, Lord and Daryl deem worthy of uh, taking up the legacy of Kingdom Hearts Union. Uh, you know, you know, maybe the the series can go on in the future. Uh, but at least for uh, you know, the old old geezers that we are, uh, we're, we're gonna be uh going off to uh, uh, the wide blue yonder, do do some other stuff. Uh, so yeah, uh, our episode for today we have a news segment. What? What? There's news. Look, you didn't tell Tur- me this. Churro, it is tradition. There is always news. In Brandon's world, care. yes. Yes, in, our, in, in my world, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you did as long as you love me. And there's always news. So, yes, we do have news this episode. Uh, we have, uh, for our second segment, we have brought back the discussion segment, which we haven't had for about a billion years. I was almost uh, uh, tempted to call it the burning question segment. Remember burning question? Yes, remember I remember we, that. We used to do that. Yep. Yeah, but I I I decided instead we'll just call it the discussion segment. But unofficially, it's the burning question segment. Uh, and for third, we have our question segment. Uh, in the way of announcements, as always, you could have supported us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ffkgn. There's just something about that wording that sounds really like like <laughs> angry it's, it's not supposed to be uh we we, we were supported through patreon like you could have but you, you chose could to. have you could but you have still chose to what's wrong with you trust, trust me us, us us leaving has nothing to do with patreon or or money actually it kind of has to do with money because i got a job but um not related to patreon it's fine we appreciate all our patreon supporters and anybody who has supported us uh uh regardless of uh monetary support but i do think it's hilarious to say you could have supported us on Patreon at patreon.com slash union. You can continue to support uh, Final Fantasy Union that way, the podcast at least, if you want to. Most I'm sure definitely. Lord and Daryl would greatly appreciate it. Uh, our Patreon executive producers were <laughs> Louis James, Zach Duranto, Rachel Casterton, who is at Orba Yunray, Barry Norton, who's at Nortron Zero, Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels, Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trainer J, Alex and Rachel Troutman who are at Akira Namjian, Miles Ribbons, Billy Jackson who's at underscore Billy Jackson, Thorin Bullen who's at Massacre Twenty Three, Tom Hughes who's at Tom underscore Hughes Twenty Two, Yam Potato and Churro. If we could take these last ones this last time, we have Noah Latrell, Ryzen, Sam Ennis. Chris Willis, Faiz Biali, Joshua Jensen, who is at The Cancer Bus, Freya Stella, Lauren Luscombe, Tim Michael Verne, who is at Phoenix O2SA, Marco Liliu, and Timmy Turner's Babysitter. Man, that sounds like we just like read off like a like a breakup letter or something. <laughs> yes, the breakup letter. 
Don't worry. We 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 love you and uh, wish all of you well. And, yes. Thank uh, you so much for your, all of your support. All of your support. We love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting yeah. us. And yes, also uh, thank you to everybody who's ever supported us uh, through uh, Patreon. Whether you are an executive producer or not, you are all awesome in our hearts. And keep being awesome. Yeah. And you could have been a part of the show if you sent us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com. And now it's too late. It's too late for that now. (laughs) Now it's too late. And just as a reminder, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory spoilers have been and forever will be fair game. So uh, we'll, we'll still we'll still give spoiler warnings if it's related to speak uh, down forever hold your peace. Wait, yeah. it doesn't work like that. Churl, do you think it's maybe okay in this last show to make uh, Union Cross spoilers fair game? Yeah, let's just do it. All right, well. you know what? Union Cross official right now. Bam! Union Cross spoilers fair game. But don't worry, we probably we probably won't cover Union Cross spoilers. I'm sure there's lots of people. Well, uh, we kind of should have seen so. it. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, kind of. It was like what two episodes ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, but, but you know, I'll, I'll I'll just out out of out of kindness, I'll, I'll just let you know if there'll be be some in advance. But I don't I don't think there will be. All right, on to the news. All right, our first bit of news: Kingdom Hearts Union Cross is out of service. Dun dun dun. In other news, Kingdom Hearts Union, the podcast, is also out of service. Isn't that funny how how we like ending at a very similar time, but I want to let the record reflect, let it be known that we were the first Kingdom Hearts Union and the last Kingdom Hearts Union. Let the record reflect that we still hold the true title of Kingdom Hearts Union. Kingdom Hearts Union Cross ain't got none on us. No pretenders to the throne will be served. We are the true Kingdom Hearts Union. Well, we were. We, we was. Now, now we're gone. Well, I mean, Kingdom Hearts Union, uh, the Twitter and the YouTube are still alive. So, you know, we're, we're still living on. The, the podcast is down, dying, though. Well, at least uh, us on the podcast. We'll, we'll see if it comes back. You know, the, the, zo- zombies are a thing, Churro. So, I mean, gotta keep, true. Gotta keep an true. open mind. I mean, I have a vial of T virus somewhere in my room. So, uh, I gotta find it. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. That's pretty much all the news. I mean, Union Cross ended uh, as, you know, we knew it to end. And, uh, yeah, if, yeah. If, you up, if you update or download a fresh copy of Union Cross, it is uh, going to tell you it's going to go straight to a thinnier mode where you can actually dress up your uh, Union Cross player into whatever clothing that was released and and just watch the cutscenes with your character in it. Do you have to pay for any of the clothes? No, it's all unlocked. Awesome. Great. Because I noticed so, I had clothes that I didn't unlock during the main game, and now oh, I can wow. access to those. Yeah, so. I I saw someone on Twitter like laughing maniacally as uh, like Scald and Chirithi were yelling at Baymax <laughs> on the floor, but I guess in reality they just dressed up their character and named them Baymax. Yep, you could basically just be anybody, be silly, and do whatever yeah. you want now. That's hilarious. So you could you could just like make Riku. Make Kyrie, make Winnie the Pooh, just do whatever you want. Sounds great. I love it. All right, so that's that's pretty much the news. So let's move on to our discussion segment. So Yay. Uh, basically, the the topic of this discussion is just going to be us talking about our history with Kingdom Hearts Union and uh, you know our, our our plans for the future and stuff like that. Um, you know, uh, 
Uh, I'll, I'll get into, you know, some more details. Uh, you know, I, I had a big discussion on the last episode about where where I'm going. So if you want the full explanation, you can get it there. But I'll uh, at the end of this segment, I'll also uh, get a little bit more detailed as to what I'm going to be doing. So, uh, yeah, the first uh, discussion topic that I want to talk about with you, Churro, is where were you when you started with Kingdom Hearts Union? So I was either for, in my Churro room or at you? work. Yeah. Physically. So, Charo, for you, I, I believe you started, was it the end of, like, 2010? Is that right? Like, close to the end. It was around, like, Birth by Sleep was about to be released around that time. Right, right. Okay. And the funny thing is, is that I got involved because I was working with Kingdom Hearts Ultimania. And, right, right. Um, I think it was an email or it was a po- forum post mm-hmm. by someone from the from Gaming Union. I can't remember right. if it was Lauren Daryl or someone else, but they wanted to do a collaboration with Kingdom Hearts Ultimania. And yeah. like the good staff of the KH Ultimate Media crew back in the day, they yep. all pointed their finger at me. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I've never done podcasting before, but I have always had an interest in podcasting. Yeah. So I was like, why not? You know, yep. I, you know, it was going to be a new experience. And after, you know, being nervous for the first like three episodes and being close to being kicked off, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go all out. You know, yep. go out with a bang. And then they're like, oh, hey, we like that turnaround and uh, you can stay. I was like, yay. So, oh, that's great. So, yeah, I almost got kicked off Kingdom Hearts Ultimate, uh, Union because <laughs> I was too shy and quiet. And I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So, there you go. Some fun but, facts. Yeah. I, I, I totally get that. It's, you know, being on the podcast, you know, it's not as easy as a lot of people you know understand. It's not easy to just talk to a microphone. Like, yeah, we got people in our ears, but like, it's a it's a weird skill you have to train yourself to do, and uh, yeah, it's it, it's not easy. So I, I can totally understand not uh, quite getting it right away. Uh, but yeah, yeah Tro, especially you when you've never done anything like that yeah. before. Oh you know? yeah, and like and especially when you're naturally a shy person, you're very not a talkative oh, yeah, person, yeah. and it's like you know it it's a new just a new experience for me, and I just couldn't like grasp the idea of. I was always like really i mean throughout the year like my time in the kingdom Hearts community it's like i've always been like this anonymous person that everybody always was like yeah oh yeah. like nobody ever heard me like really speak or be in photos that often so i was just like this whole thing was just a big giant change for yeah. me i mean social social media was just getting off the ground at the time like the concept of like internet personalities was also very new you know uh if i'm not mistaken at that time uh i I know, like, even as early as, like, you know, at least as early as 2005 when you went to Comic-Con, you know, you were going to events, but it wasn't like how it is now where it's like, oh, it's a big thing. You know, Chur's going to, you know, a certain event. You know, you're going to be there. You're going to be seen in photos that's on Twitter and yeah, it's Facebook like it's like and, it's like you don't have immediate access to what you're doing. Like, you know, now yeah. you snap a photo, tw- you know, tweet it out. Everybody knows yeah, you're there. Yeah, yeah. This was like I spent the entire day at Comic-Con in t- uh, 2005. I had my footage, I had my pictures, I had my uh, asking people their thoughts about it. And yep. then, like, I come home and, you know, I put it on, like, a forum, like Game Facts exactly. or KH Ultimania. And then you know. whoever's, you know, hap- happens to be on that forum at that time and clicks the links, you know, then they'll be able to see it. It's not like, you know, how it is now with, uh, you know, if, if there's an event going on, you know, there's a hashtag for the event anybody you know whether they're there or not that is interested in stuff going on at the event they can look at the hashtag and they could stumble across your stuff you know and then yeah not not only that but like you know we had smartphones you know 
now that are very accessible, very fast internet anywhere we go. So yeah, it's a very, very different time. And I, I will say, Tro, you know, uh, for, you know, all the years that I have known you, you, I can, I can definitely see that over the years you've definitely opened up and are, you know, a lot more, you know, open and, uh, personable through, you know, all the different social media that you do. And, you know, of course through the podcast. So yeah, I definitely see like huge growth there. And I know I've personally experienced it as well. I, I was very similar, like, you know, not so well-known person. Um, you know, I, I found, uh, Kingdom Hearts Union, uh, kind of similarly, but through, uh, through KH Ultimania. Cause I, uh, you know, that was my old site that I, I worked at for a little bit. And, uh, I had stumbled across it again. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, I, I wonder how, uh, you know, I know birth by sleep is coming out and, or I think at, at that point I had, it had just come out and I was like wondering, Hmm, you know, I wonder how the old website's going went on there and saw some posts that were like, Oh yeah, we got a, a podcast that we're uh, collabing with and churros on it. It's like, Oh, really cool. And I, you know, I listened to the podcast and it sounded really interesting. Like I listened to podcasts, but like I had never really listened to one about games and I'd never really listened to one about of all things, you know, kingdom hearts. And, uh, I'm sure you get the same vibe churro where it's like kingdom hearts is just one of those series where like there's not, or at least at the time, like discussion around Kingdom Hearts, it usually involved people that were confused about. Yeah, like not not people that knew about it well enough. Like most of the people that had a platform that was large enough at that time, and if they ever mentioned Kingdom Hearts, it was from a position of misunderstanding, of not getting it, of thinking it's weird, of thinking it's you know, you know, less than for whatever reason. So it was really refreshing to not only have, you know, a, a really well done and well put together podcast about Kingdom Hearts, but also have it from a position from people that understood the series, that got it, that liked it, and were up to date on the news. And that to me was really powerful and was uh, really intriguing to me. So when I saw that Kingdom Hearts Union was, you know, looking for uh, for co-hosts, I was like, you know I'd be kind of interested in that, you know, because like I'm, you know, I had a, you know, a past with, you know, the Kingdom Hearts community and I knew you and I had, you know, an interest. I didn't know really specifically, but, you know, I, w- I got into uh, my degree, uh, the computer science degree, specifically looking to join the game industry at some point. I didn't know when or how or what or why, but I was interested in that. And I thought, you know, uh, it seems like you know, this is at least something because it was something that I had before. And it was really nice because it was like, man, I get to like meet people in the game industry. I met Yokoshima Mora already, like back in 2006. I interviewed her. I met like uh, uh, Hitoshi Sakamoto, the guy that did the music for FF12. I met some guy from the ha- from the Halo series. Uh, so it was like, wow, uh, you know, that was really nice. It'd be really nice to, you know, even a little bit to have something like that. Um, so that sort of, uh, made me interested in, uh, in joining Kingdom Hearts Union. I reached out to you and yep. you, you, you let, uh, uh, you know, Daryl and Lorna know, know, I guess. And I was reached out to by, uh, uh, Brian at the time. Brian was the, uh, editor, Brian Arnold, uh, who has, uh, I think he's, uh, uh, like a composer now, sound producer in the game industry and TV show and stuff like that. I'm not exactly sure, exactly sure where Brian is now, but Brian is off to, 
huge things, I know. Uh, but yeah, Brian reached out to me and I did a, uh, a test recording. I did, you know, some uh, auditions and stuff like that. And yeah, I believe I joined episode 28, which was like May of uh, of uh, 2011. So yeah, uh, 10 years ago. So yeah, that's that's basically where I was, you know, computer science major uh, who had done Kingdom Hearts fan site stuff before and really liked it and was interested in what it could do for me with, you know, even in a small way, giving me some sort of connection to the game industry. And that definitely, you know, definitely for the both of us, definitely played out because, you know, you know, just getting started, maybe that, you know, things were light. But once Kingdom Hearts 3 was announced and stuff started picking up marketing wise, uh, we definitely got to take uh, advantage of, you know, the marketing push and made made a lot of really great connections and experienced a lot of really amazing things over the years. All right, so uh yeah, let's move on to the uh the next question. So we have our question about uh what were your favorite segments over the years? So Tura, how about you? What uh of the segments that we've done over the years and we've had so many like special ones over the years, what were some of your favorites? Favorite was definitely like the the uh, recording after we interviewed Namara and Ether oh, Fifteen. That, that was, was like, so fun. you know, something we never got to do. You know, something we never expected. I should say, yeah, you know, did and, not expect. You know, like the the whole thing was like planned perfectly. It was like you know, like Dan Seto, who was you know, I think with marketing at yep. the time for Square Enix. He like he comes up to me and so like, so what are you guys doing on you know, was it was it the second day or the last day? Uh, it was. It was oh, the first... on the the last day, but I think he 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 might have reached out to you before that. Yeah, he reached out like the day before, so he's all like, "Yeah, uh, yeah." He comes up to me, he's like, "What do you get this guy planned uh, for the last day?" I was like, uh, "Probably just walking around like always." He's like, "Oh, uh, make a list of people you want to come and and uh, I can make something happen for you." So I give him a list of people, and basically, you know, he comes back, he comes up to me again, and he's all like, "Well, I got you guys with the meeting with tomorrow." So and then my first thing was like, "Ah, that, yep." <laughs> so it's so like i text i message everybody that's involved because like i kept it a secret from them yeah i'm like uh you guys better not have anything planned for day three Um, yeah so and then they're like everyone's like why it's like uh we're gonna have a little like q a with tattoo tomorrow about kingdom Hearts three yeah and everybody lost their minds so yep yeah yeah same so yeah so basically like uh, up until up until that point it was like I don't know, at least from my perspective, I went there. This is my first E3. I wasn't expecting anything. We were already having such a great fun time the first day, you know, just you, me, and all, all the people that we were hanging out with, uh, you know, around the Kingdom Hearts community and other, you know, Kingdom Hearts fan sites. And just that alone was fun. And I believe it was on the first day that we, um, that there was the Square Enix Presents for Kingdom Hearts. And you and me, we muscled our way to the very front so we'd be right up on the glass. Uh, yeah, I remember that. To see uh, Tetsuya Nomura and Taiyasue front and center, and we were on, you know, we were on the, on the live stream camera and everything. Like yeah. to me, just that alone was like, oh man, if that's where it ended, like man, that was awesome. Like that's all I expected it to be. But then for you know the next day for all that stuff to get set up and you know for us to be able to uh, actually meet Nomura and interview him, like that was crazy that was like so, yeah. as they say the cherry on top you know oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah they come in 
and then Brendan, you weren't like with, unfortunately you weren't with us with our Air- Airbnb group. So like you yeah, came yeah. in and visited, uh, our Airbnb and yeah. it was me, you and, uh, Logan from cage 13 at the time. And yeah. we all just sat around and just discussed what we thought about the Kingdom Hearts three trailer, all the yep. news that came out from the Square Enix presents and then our interview with Nomura and, you know, just to be able to record after that, you know, historic event, you know, was just amazing and became my favorite, favorite segment, you know, of all Absolutely. time, because it, you know, cause it's one of those things as uh, you know, the Kingdom Hearts, you know, person, you know, well, not just the Kingdom Hearts, but like anybody who works in the video games is like always, you know, wanting to meet the person who created, you know, your favorite series. And in our case, it was Nomura, you know, yep. for Square Enix to go, you know, above and beyond to, give us that shot you know when you know we all know that Nomura is busy with interviews with bigger press oh, sites yeah. but for them to actually reach out to Nomura and have him plan out for it was you know a really great you know thing of them to do and I still thank them every day for that absolutely that was definitely 100% right place right time kind of situation like E3 was just at the right level of openness for that sort of thing to happen because you know I'm sure you notice as the years went on and as E3 became more open, developers got more closed off and less accessible out of necessity. I totally get it. But like that year, E3 2015 was just the right amount. Uh, you know, I, I know you had, uh, you know, been to prior E3s and, you know, you, you had the opportunity to meet, you know, different people through that event. But, you know, it seems like, man, E3 2015, that one's really hard to beat in terms of all the things we were able to do. And man, what a, what an amazing year you know, that that's going to be hard to top. Uh, but, uh, I, I will say, you know, in terms of, um, some of my favorite, favorite segments, you know, I've got lots of them that I love over the years. Uh, you know, obviously we had, uh, one of my favorite e- episodes to record was our episode interviewing, uh, Erica Harlinger. That was yeah, such that, a fun episode. It was, it was a lot of fun. Erica was a very great guest and, you know, she's yeah. so passionate about Kingdom Hearts. You know, oh, she yeah, loves Kingdom sure. Hearts and, you know, she was someone like, you know, as a voice actress, you know, one of her biggest things was to voice, I mean, it doesn't have to be a main big character in Kingdom Hearts, but, yeah, yeah. you know, her dream was to voice act in a Kingdom Hearts game and, you know, lo yep, and behold. She finally was able to do it. Yep. You know, I, I, I remember the, uh, the, it was a day of release and she's on her, you know, she recorded a little video just crying saying I'm in the game. And I was like, I, I seriously wanted to cry because it's like, I knew how yeah. much it meant to her. Cause she's told us, told me time and time again, as well as, you know, telling Kingdom Hearts fans, you know, from the KBA events that yeah. it was her dream. And there she was, you know, accomplishing her dream. Yeah, man. That, yeah. So that, that, that was a really great episode. And it was nice to, you know, we got to like speak to her before she made it big into Kingdom Hearts, so to speak. So that was great. Um, we also had, you know, I mean, interview wise, we, you know, for being such a small podcast, we definitely did uh, get so many really great experiences, some very unique interviews. Like we did um, uh, Seth Kearsley, uh being able to break the news, so to speak, on that, like this very long rumored animated series for the Kingdom Hearts you know, for, for Kingdom Hearts being confirmed, you know, uh, you know, that was such an amazing event. Uh, I think, yeah, you could still find it. I, I don't think it's on the Kingdom Hearts Union YouTube page because I don't think we had it at the time, but you can still find it on my personal YouTube page. I mean, if you just look up uh, Seth Kearsley Kingdom Hearts interview, you can find uh, the old Kingdom Hearts Union interview for that. Um, that was amazing. Uh, more recently, we interviewed uh, Tasha Sonart from uh, Pixar. She was really awesome to talk to. Um, and yeah, obviously all the times we, 
you know, bumped into Nomura and Taiyasue over the years. That's been, man, amazing. So, yeah, so many great just... interviews. I mean, other than the interviews, though, I mean, there's some, like, uh, smaller moments that we were also, uh, you know, that we also recorded. That, like... Wait, do you want to hear mine? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <sighs> A non-related interview was basically the day when I got a message from Brandon saying yes. he wasn't going to be able to record. So uh, yes. it was just me and Zabby. So yep. I was the host for that one episode. Me and Zabby recorded an yep. episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. And I guess we we, up, we I edited it and uploaded it. I was, like, proud because I'd never done anything like that before. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, so I, but one thing I forgot to do was let Brandon know what yes. we did. And Brandon, thinking the episode wasn't recorded, ended up recording his own thing. And then when we yeah. were like, uh, hey, uh we recorded something and it's uploaded and he's like oh let me go put that in there too yeah so i think that was like the best funniest thing i ever had because i was so proud of it yeah yeah well i mean the good news is it made it it made it in yeah Um, but yeah somehow i snuck my way into that episode too of course Uh, i got i got one that's a real blast from the past and uh let me know if you remember it is way back when we used to have and this is this is like peak. We got no news. Kingdom Hearts Union. Of course, we would, a lot we, of those. A lot of those. We would uh, we would ask and put out to the community uh, uh, writing prompts to write fan fiction that we would read out on the show, and people on Gaming Union would submit their own fan fiction, Kingdom Hearts fan fiction based off of whatever topic we gave them. And some of it was actually really good, like really well written. Some of it was funny. Like I was always really impressed. Those were fun to record. I remember I also, those. Yeah. <laughs> I also really like, and now this one was, you know, one I had to do on my own. This was another one of those, like, uh, no news, but also, uh, we're, we're kind of stuck is I, I had to do, I mean, we used to do lots of like Valentine's episodes and like, <laughs> I remember we did one that was like relationship advice episode based oh. off of. oh man that one was hilarious uh i did one on my own where i found a valentine's related fan fiction of kingdom hearts that one was hilarious like so some of that fan fiction was like either it was well written and funny or not well written and then even more funny and like oh man that was so funny i I love those episodes apparently they did not do as well in terms of like listener but like listener count but i definitely recommend but hey but hey it's it's the recording part that would count if you had a lot of fun doing it then yeah exactly uh so i got okay let's move on to the next one the next question this one's a little bit of a, a a spicy one if you could change one thing about kingdom hearts union what it would it be i have one and the one thing that i would have changed if i could go back and it's not necessarily like a regret or anything, but if there was anything that I could have adjusted about More how... like an addition. Yeah, an addition of how we could have done Kingdom Hearts Union, it would be that I wish we would have been more active with Twitch. And I and, agree. And, and or YouTube, I don't know what, but mainly my main thing, and, and this has been something that I felt over the whole time of us you know, doing uh, the podcast is I always felt that I, while I do really appreciate iTunes and iTunes is an amazing platform, it's not the most like fostering of a community type platform. And it's like not Twitch very is. open either. No, it, it, it isn't. And that's that's the difficult thing about it. And I know here's the thing. I know we have a lot of fans and I know our fans are out there and we do hear from you guys. 
but it's not as much of a two-way street as you see on Twitch, as you see, you know, through other uh, social media avenues. And I wish, you know, as we were going out through, you know, our time on Kingdom Hearts Union, that we were more active with those kinds of more active social media platforms. So, and which is why, um, like, eventually we had to like announce that we were on Spotify too. For those who don't yeah. have iTunes, yeah, iTunes, exactly. So. I don't know. I think at the time, like one of the things that I was, I guess, worried about was like the, oh, if uh, we record it live on I on uh, Twitch, then what what about for the people on iTunes? Isn't that going to spoil it for them? <laughs> like, like all the stuff we talk about isn't going to be fresh on iTunes. And I, I was like so worried about being but fresh usually, on iTunes. But usually podcasts are just like something you just listen to usually for background yeah, related things. Yeah. So, yeah, I... I see that now. And, you know, had I had the foresight for that sort of thing, I I would would have wanted to be a little bit more active. I don't know if Twitch necessarily, but whatever it would be, whatever platform it is, I would want to be more active on a platform that was that was more of a two way street. Um, Especially the the, the fact that on a platform like Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, gaming or Mixer back in the day that, you know, those type of being live recording is you know helpful because you're more interactive with your community exactly you know yeah. and you know gives you more stuff to talk about on the show while you're recording it exactly and like and one of the things you know we have to do is always like the next episode the next episode to, you know to answer this question yeah. from yeah. somebody who submitted something it's like you know all you know or what you know when we think of something it's like oh it has to wait for the next episode but like for something that's live like that would have been you know Plus, when we had that, what was it, the, the 100th episode or, or our, yep. you know, when yeah, we did we that did. live one? Yeah, we did it live. Yeah. It was great. And it, it was great. Everybody was, you know, involved in the chat and, you know, got to ask questions, got to speak to us, say hello to us, you know, yeah. and we were yeah. responding to them in real time. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I do also, you know, recognize just thinking back like that, you know, one big thing that has always been a challenge for us, but, you know, has always been just a part of how Kingdom Hearts Union has worked is that, you know, time zones are always... <laughs> real difficulty for us like we're always recording at oddball times and now you know ever since i moved to japan it's even more oddball uh that's that is actually also why uh you know over the years uh it has sort of whittled down to just the two of us you know me and churro here is that uh for us this is the these are the time zones that are working right now you know you know you you're in uh uh pacific time and i'm over here japanese time you know, it's very difficult to get that to line up for, you know, other co-hosts. Uh, you know, poor Emily, she was uh, not e- not Eastern time, but like uh, Atlantic time, which is even an hour earlier than Easter. So we were 12 hours apart. And oh, my God, that was that that got really challenging for her. Uh, and then Sabi was Eastern. Yeah, Sabi was Eastern. It was also challenging for her. And, you know, uh, the time zones thing was always a very difficult thing. And I think that's part of the reasons why uh, Twitch became a, a bit more difficult uh, over the years. I did really enjoy it. Like back when we used to do the uh, the deep dive streams together and those were always lots of fun. And we'd always have really great uh, active chat. Like I remember, man, some of the times on the deep dive stream, we would have like I didn't think it was that much at the time, but now looking back on it, we would have like 30 something people in the chat. And that's like for Twitch, yeah, that's then, actually pretty good. And then me and you just shooting the the barrel, you know, just saying yeah. things or talking about different experiences we had. Yeah. So that was man. That was so much fun. So, yeah. So, so that's like if I if there's anything that I would want to change, uh, I don't know if it was feasible, but at least wanting to change it. 
Uh, yeah, that that probably would have been it. I would want to be more active on platforms that were a little bit more interactive. And I, I, I say this, you know, looking back as like, you know, things I would like to change. But, I, you know, I also, you know, recognize, you know, you can't change the past. You can only learn from it, as Rafiki says in Lion King. So I, I do hope to do that, you know in the future, in my future endeavors is to be more active through, uh, those types of platforms that are a little bit more interactive than, uh, than not, you know, uh, love iTunes. It was great, you know, for all the times we we're on it. Uh, but I think for the future, uh, you know, I'm definitely looking to expand to a little bit more interactivity and a little bit more interactive platform. So I know that is, uh, and you're going to start by making a TikTok. Yeah, let's do TikTok. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so yeah, uh, next question is: What have you learned from doing the podcast? It's a good one. I've learned a lot, like especially speaking. Like, mm. ugh, I don't really say this to a lot of people, but I was never a public speaker. Like, I hated mm. public speaking. I was always the shy kid in school, the shy kid out of school. Mm. And, you know, I was somebody, you know, who never, like my, the text was my voice when it came yeah. to, came yeah. to news. Doesn't matter if it was on a forum or an email or a website or a tweet, but I was never one to use my physical voice to reach out to people. And, yeah, and being a part of this podcast, you know, like I said, like I explained earlier that I nearly, you know, did not make it on Kenny Much Union because of my shyness. And, you know, after being, you know, on my, on my last chance, you know, I finally said, you know, let's do this. Let's let loose. And, yeah, you know, it was until then I realized, you know, I had a voice, uh, you know, it's time for me yeah. to embrace that voice. And it's really helped me, even though I'm still shy i'm still kind of quiet especially during like my own twitch streams but mm. i noticed that i do i can speak you know more than i usually you know would and mm. that's one of the biggest things that i learned about myself is that i do have a voice to interact with people you know not just you know on a podcast but like in my daily life and that's really helped me you know come out of my shell yeah, I, 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 I definitely uh, relate to that as well. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mentioned the same, you know, that uh, the podcast definitely has uh, helped me as well come out of my shell and be more uh, talkative as well. Uh, but yeah, not to, uh, you know, uh, use the exact same example, but yeah, I totally 100% agree. I felt the same way uh, for, for myself. Uh, but another thing that I've learned is the value of having structure in you know these kinds of uh endeavors one thing that i really love about the podcast and this is not something that uh we came up with this was something that was already here that we adopted and some uh you know from our uh, predecessors on kingdom hearts union that we kept going through the whole way and final fantasy union still does is that all of our shows use an outline we have a very uh you, you know uh standard outline that we always use every time that you know structures our episode we have our way that we do our show, and I see such a great value in that. And the thing that I learned the most about the value in it is that if this is something that you're going to do on a very regular basis and you want to be consistent at doing it, having an outline that defines the parameters of what your show is going to be about is so helpful 
because one thing that is going to slow you down and uh, interrupt your flow of consistency is not having a decided, dedicated outline. Because instead of just doing your show, you're going to be worried about, oh, what's the what's the show going to be about this time? What what are we going to do on this show? You know, what what kind of discussion are we going to do now? Oh, let's play a podcast game. Let me come. Let's come up with the rules and like, uh, you know, coming up with all these different things. Like if if that's going to be you every single week or every other week or however often you do it, you know, that's going to be what leads to you quitting the show. And for us, we've gone on so long and we're not finishing because this has become a burden. It's just that, you know, for us and where we are at our lives, we're looking to move on. But in terms of like the convenience of it, we can do this show so easily. We can do it so fast, so simply. We can have it recorded, edited, and online and on iTunes so fast. We have it down to a science. Lauren and Daryl have their show down to a science. So easy. And the fact that we have a dedicated outline that tells us exactly what we need to do. We got to fill in the blank form that tells us, okay, this is what we got our news segment. Let's find what their news are. Let's, we got our question segment. Let's get our questions. You know, let's get our music. You know, the, this is the date. Uh, this is the number of the episode. This is the number of the next episode. This is the date the next episode happens on. These are the people on the show. You adjust those little parameters and the show's ready to go. Easy. And, and funny, yeah. funny enough, like I've been a guest on a lot of different podcasts and and I'm, it's it's so weird to be like on a podcast where I don't want to say there's no structure, but like when they use a different type of setup. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, wow, why? Because this is what it's like to not do something that's not Kingdom Hearts Union setup. Yeah, yeah. And even and even then when I when I would do um like when I had my YouTube channel go up a little bit, I would use the exact same type of outline as Kingdom Hearts yep. Union because that's all I knew. <laughs> yeah. It it's simple and it works. And I yeah. So for me, like I definitely have learned that if there's something that you want to do and you want to do it consistently, you need to have a consistent outline so you're not worried every single time reinventing how you do this thing that you're going to be doing every single day. I use that kind of uh, methodology, actually, as a teacher. Uh, we we do uh, uh, pretty much every other week, we do cultural presentations about different countries around the world. So I, I teach the kids about different countries around the world that they don't know so much about. Uh, you know, I did one on uh, Singapore uh, last uh, two weeks ago. Uh, I did one uh, a while back on Australia, New Zealand. Uh, you know, you know, you can do it about any different country. But the idea that having a format, a fixed format about how the thing is structured has been so helpful to do that on a regular basis. If I was completely rethinking like, OK, brand new design template for the PowerPoint brand new uh, uh, setup for where I introduce uh, new grammar, uh, brand new setup for where I introduce new vocabulary. Like I would be thinking about that the whole time when instead just make one outline and just fill in the blanks for the different countries. Duh. <laughs> like like uh, that, that is the one thing. And that is a skill that I have taken with me outside of Kingdom Hearts Union. Just like, you know, you, you've said you use with your, your YouTube. So uh, if there's any like one like crazy takeaway that I want to impart on anybody is if there's anything you want to do on a consistent basis, uh, if it's something you're going to be doing a lot, make sure it's as easy as possible for you to do that thing every single day. And one of the best ways is to limit the amount of new information you need to create, have an outline. 
Make it a make your job a fill in the blank. If you could do that, you can do anything consistently. I promise. So that 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 much I, I've really taken away from it. So the last question is about what are your plans for the future? Now I, I don't think I've quite said it on this episode, but like uh, you know, last episode I did have a, a huge uh, explanation when uh, when I announced that uh, we would be ending the show. I'll just say real quickly, and then also add a couple of details. What's uh, what's going on with me? So uh, for the past. Uh, five years. Uh, most of you know that I've been living in Japan, uh, living in Nagasaki, uh, in a rural town teaching English. Uh, throughout these five years, I've been focusing extremely hard on training myself to become a 3D character artist so I could work in the video game industry here in Japan. Uh, that has finally come to pass. I have uh, joined with a uh, video game company and I will be starting up in uh, the beginning of August. Uh, working there as a 3D character artist in Shibuya in Tokyo. Uh, So I I mentioned that on the last episode as being my main reason for wanting to end the show. Uh, What I did not mention is who I'm working for and, uh, you know, what kind of things uh, I'll be doing. So I'm going to be working for a studio called Ninja Company. Now, while Ninja Company itself is kind of new, the talent involved in it are not. Uh, basically Ninja Company is formed by a bunch of really talented artists and uh, they have experience on titles like Final Fantasy XV, FF15 Kingsglaive, uh, House of the Dead, Scarlet Dawn, lots of really big titles. They're a, uh, really high-end studio that, uh, you know, does all kinds of stuff when it comes to game development, uh, even figures and virtual production, all kinds of stuff in the CG art field and like real time, uh, production field uh and that's just one aspect of like the people i'm going to be working with like while i do work at ninja company ninja company is just one part of like a bigger group of companies called cafe group and literally across the street there's another studio that i'll be working with called uh, modeling cafe and at modeling cafe oh my god their portfolio is nuts like if you just look up modeling cafe and see some of the works they've been on uh you know ff15 Kingsglaive, FF14, Seven Remake. Uh, there was a Ghibli movie they were on, like <laughs> a lot of stuff. So, like, I'm in awe of all the talent there, and I'm so excited to get involved and like, uh, yeah, just everything about it. Like, and just even from the short time that I got a chance to uh, meet the staff at Ninja Company and also meet some of the staff at uh, Modeling Cafe. Everybody's so cool, so chill seems like such a nice studio and i can't wait to get started um i don't know when i can tell you any of the stuff that i'll be working on but just go go online go on twitter uh follow ninja company they're uh at company nin on twitter so if you follow them you can see all the stuff that uh they're working on and just assume if uh it's their stuff. I'll probably be involved with it. Uh maybe not the stuff now cuz it's like i haven't i literally haven't started working yet but uh, so yeah, uh, sooner or later I will be, uh, involved with that stuff. And yeah, if you see any character stuff, you can assume I'm, uh, related to that in some way. So can't wait. It's really exciting. I hope you guys are excited for me and definitely, uh, yeah, go, go give Ninja Company a follow. They're super awesome, super awesome upcoming studio and, uh, yeah, can't wait to get started. So yeah, that's, uh, that's where I'm going to be working. Um, so yeah, just one last thing is I want to touch on a little bit, uh, about something from the last uh, podcast. I think some people got the impression that I would be actually living in uh, Shibuya. 
Uh, well, uh, no, I will be working in Shibuya, but in terms of where I'm actually living, um, I'm a bit closer to Ikebukuro. Uh, the actual pl- uh, so Ikebukuro itself is still pretty city like, but uh, the place that I'm actually living in is actually super nice. It's kind of a you know quiet area. And uh, while there is hustle and bustle to some extent, it's like it doesn't feel like Tokyo, and I love it. <laughs> it's so nice. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, the, the apartment is amazing. Uh, once I have a chance to be able to show you guys that kind of stuff, uh, I'll, uh, I'll definitely show you guys that. Uh, I can go to Tokyo Disney within one hour, and it'll only cost me like $4.50 roughly. Like Wow. Yeah. So if y'all are wondering, is Brandon going to get the Disney pass? Yes. Brandon is going to get the Disney pass so I can go to Disney anytime I want. And oh my God, churro. So I'm from Florida and we do not have Pirates of the Caribbean like you have Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah. Where you have the Blue Bayou restaurant. Have you ever eaten at the Blue Bayou? (laughs) No, because I hear it's super expensive. It's super expensive. Let me say that first. It is super expensive. And I think you have to like, uh, get a reservation like yeah yeah yeah. so So, i have been to the blue bayou restaurant at tokyo disney because our uh pirates of the caribbean here is a lot more similar to the disneyland pirates of the caribbean and let me just tell you the blue bayou restaurant it will cost you an arm and a leg but it's worth it because it is so delicious and i don't know if it's exactly the same japan to uh california but if it is Oh my goodness! You got to go to the Blue Bayou. It is so good. And uh, I will say, I that one of the my bread when I go next time. <laughs> the bread is to die for. I don't is it, remember is it exactly. Than Olive Garden? But yeah, it's better. It's better. It's so good. Oh my okay. god! And I think it was all you could eat. And if it wasn't all you can eat, man, I did eat a lot because <laughs> oh man, so good. Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken. I might have paid like 90 bucks for just me. Wow. So, yeah. It's not cheap. But if you want to eat and eat good, Blue Bayou. You can watch all the people before they, uh, you know, drop off a cliff literally in, <laughs> in parts of the Caribbean. That part's funny. Uh, Churro. What are your plans for after King of Hearts Union? Well, I mean, a lot of you guys know that I do stream on Twitch yeah, uh, whenever I can. And basically, just to continue my Twitch journey, you know, I've already uh, have a small little community, which houses, awesome. like, some of the most amazing friends and supporters I could ever ask for. You know, I am not, you know, worthy of them and very honored that they chose to stick by me. And, you know, I thank them and I love them for that. But just to continue with Twitch and, you know, I've been discussing it with friends at work and I really want to give school, uh, community college, another chance. Yeah. Awesome. I don't know when I'll go back, but I've been slowly discussing my options of what to take when I go back. And yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe not you know go to a university but at least finish community college because i never did because first because of my learning disability school i never got i never really took school seriously and i couldn't do school because of that yeah so i kind of want to make that one of my goals to at least take the next step finish community college and then from there think about what i want to do next after that yeah um i've also had ideas about 
do my own podcast as well now that I've gotten experience with it. Um, but I still haven't gotten the details um, set up for it yet. I do have ideas. I want to involve my Twitch community and see what they want to do and see if they want to do something with me. Um, but basically that's mainly it for my uh, futures. Like, I mean, I've been work working at my job currently for the last 13 years and, you know, it's been funding a lot of trips I was able to and you know considering next year is Kitty Mars' 20th anniversary I really want to go to, to Japan to celebrate it over there but unfortunately you know currently Japan is not open to travelers because of the pandemic and the Summer Olympics going on pretty soon so I have to play by ear you know and I really want to make that dream a reality so bad <laughs> yeah for sure yeah so it's that's definitely like you know those are the top three three things that are like high in my list right now what i want to do for the future yeah all of that sounds awesome and yeah you know i i definitely feel this about the both of us is that the sky is the limit like there's so much that we can do there's so much that we've already done thanks you know and no small part to kingdom hearts union and you know, obviously, you know, we're still Kingdom Hearts fans, so that's not going to change. Yeah, it's not going to change. Just because we're leaving a podcast doesn't mean we're, we're just be like, nope, we're dropping Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah, not interested in Kingdom Hearts anymore. All right, Kingdom Hearts 3, that's my ending. Bye. You yeah, it's, it's like for, like, everybody who sees my tweets on Twitter, it's not like, I'm, yeah. like, I'm jumping ship to DDLC. You know, it's like, no, it's something no, no, addition no. to it because there's really nothing Kingdom Hearts going on right now. We just had the ending yeah, of Kingdom yeah. Cross. Yeah. So... Yeah, and the fact that there's no Kingdom Hearts news, that's not the reason and not even related at all to why we're leaving. It's just that this happens to be like a really, you know, this is a convenient time. And also, you know, it works with uh, professional aspirations and things like that. So that's that's why it's happening. But uh, in terms of like our love and interest for Kingdom Hearts, bruh, when when Kingdom Hearts news picks up again, you, you better believe I'm going to be looking at all that stuff and tweeting about it. So. Exactly. I, don't, I don't I don't care what happens. Like I could be, you know, Nomura's new right hand man and I'm still gonna be tweeting about Kingdom Hearts News, okay? Like yep. I don't care where I'm working. That's gonna happen. So uh yeah. We you know, this is just uh, you know, goodbye to the podcast as we knew it. Um I do not see this as an ending for us. I just see this as uh next chapter. You know, if the, if this if this has been a Dragon Ball this whole time, we're now going to Dragon Ball Z. It's Naruto. This is Naruto Shippuden. This is just the next episode. So that's that's all it is. So no, don't worry about it. So to wrap out uh, this episode, we we do have some uh, wonderful uh, messages left by uh, some of our uh, followers, and uh, you know I want to read out some of these. So uh, we got first one. This one comes from Yukino. Uh, hi, Charo and Brandon. Yukino here. Hopefully this has a chance to be read on the last episode. I absolutely love the podcast and will miss hearing you all bi-weekly talking about Kingdom Hearts. Uh, as they say, all good things must come to an end, and I wish you all the best of luck in your future endeavors. My question is, for the 20th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts in 2022, is there a chance of you coming back for one special episode? Thank you for uh, thank you again for the entertainment and laughter over the years. I can't forget Sabi. Yeah, we can't either. So uh, yeah, just real quick, uh, I, I do want to talk about, and we could talk about it too, Chira, is, uh yeah. what what we're thinking about for the twenty second anniversary, and if we're going to do anything for that, and 
coming back or, or just in general any kind of reunion type thing so uh our current stance on it is we're open and uh i'm actually you know i'm totally fine totally interested in you know coming back and doing a uh a kind of one-off uh thing for the 20th anniversary uh but at least how we're thinking about doing it is to do it on our own apart from kingdom parts union uh just because if it's just going to be a, a one-off thing then i wouldn't want to have to w- wouldn't want to have to have it to be this thing where it's like oh hey lauren and daryl can we post this on itunes and you know after all after all we did to cancel the show and all that or you know it, it, you know especially if there's like hypothetically like new hosts you know we don't want to step on anybody's toes so i think the easiest thing that we could do probably is maybe you know churro through your twitch or uh you know your twitch my twitch joint stream i don't know what like something something where it's on us you know just on us on our own terms and for the people that want to show up that can show up you know they can and we can talk about whatever you know we want to talk about with regards to you know how things have been going for us and you know, how King of Hearts is going, you know, especially if there's big announcements and what we think about them. And, you know, we can do things like that. But, um, uh, you know, we're not looking to immediately jump into a, you know, uh, another commitment, like a long term commitment. But as a, as a one off thing, I feel like that's definitely something that we can do. Clearly, we have all the setup. I'm not throwing away my mic. You know, I'm bringing that with me to Tokyo, uh, as you can imagine you know, work from home, having a a sick mic like this is awesome. You know, (laughs) uh, that being said though, I'm not going to be doing, uh, work from home, uh, from the get go. Cause I'm not even gonna have internet and like the studio is awesome. So I'll probably be working out of the studio a lot. So, uh, but if I ever need to do work from home or if I can at some point, like, you know, clearly I have the setup for it. So not a problem there. And obviously, uh, once I get my internet set up, which might take a while, but I do want to, you know, do live streaming and stuff, but yeah, that's what we're thinking. Sound good, Churl? Sound good. Yeah. I mean, like you said, the sky's like you said, the sky's the limit on exactly. what they can do now. Considering that, you know, there's there's more things to use now. We got Twitch, we got YouTube, exactly. You know, so well, I mean, whatever, you know, whatever we plan in the future, you know, it's still, you know, was it like five, six, seven, eight months away? Yeah, there's quite a long time from. Uh, from here until then and who knows like what what even the announcements are going to be so and when uh, they're going to be <laughs> yeah when so you know we really don't know like like no more promise that it, it would happen but you know anything can happen like at the end of the day the announcements will be ready when they're ready so uh but yeah as for yeah just yeah basically to handle any sort of uh uh questions anybody might have about any sort of reunion things that that's kind of what we're thinking about is like uh, a, a sort of a one-off thing on our own terms whenever we want that way that you know it's easy to do we can do it quickly and then when it's over it's over so that's sort of what we're thinking about um but yeah thank you so much you, you know we appreciate all your support over the years and you know you listening to us and yeah of course we, we can't forget savvy either and um, yeah. all, all the people that have worked with us on the shows over the years oh thank you and, so much uh, may may your heart be your guiding key can't forget forgot, that. Forgot to read, read that part. Uh, and this next one comes from Nico Gonzalez, long supporter of the show. Uh, wow, Kingdom Hearts Union. I have been following your journey on Kingdom Hearts Union since you guys first joined the podcast, and I'm honored to have, uh, have conversations with the both of you. Seriously, it felt like meeting your idols. <laughs> 
I am uh, I am excited to see where life takes both of you next. Uh, what has been? Oh, so what has been your favorite behind the scenes memories while working on Kingdom Hearts Union? Uh, and and yeah, end of question. Next part, uh, you can read to yourselves. Thank you, letter for Brandon and Chero. Uh, we, we can read that later. Uh, but yeah, uh, we kind of talked about yeah our favorite behind the scenes memories a little bit earlier on the show. But Chero, do you have any others that you can think of of like? Some like behind the scenes stuff that uh, I think there was a time where some of your you and I got on the podcast. I, I remember telling you that like I needed to like start doing the podcast earlier because I've been going a bit late, waking up early oh, to yeah, yeah. work. And then when we finally did something like that, uh, we ended up recording late. Still, we got on what was like seven or eight o'clock in, in the evening my time. Oh yeah, yeah. And then we didn't record to like ten or eleven, so we were oh, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we were just like. Up just talking to each other for like oh man two hours out of random. That's things. literally like every podcast is. Every podcast is about like two hours at least of us just talking on on Skype or whatever. Just or now Discord, just like whatever anything catching up and you know catching up, and, and, and then but, finally eventually like, oh yeah we should probably record the show. Yeah, by the time we record, we're kind of like exhausted like vocally because we yeah, just, like, just talked for like talking two hours. For so long. Yeah, yeah. And then I think it was also. Um, Going back to E3 2015, uh, we were in the Airbnb uh, with me, you, and Logan, and then yep. the rest of our friends that were staying in the Airbnb, yep. and they kept making noise and kept making fun of us through the door. We had to close the door because they were yeah, constantly yeah. laughing at us, and yeah, God, yeah. that was hilarious. And then and then I think um, also behind the scenes with Erica was pretty good, too. Like, oh, yeah, that just, was so fun. Just talking to her, you know, just before the show it was just you know getting to you know know her for like i mean i've already met erica at the time but it was yeah, you know, more yeah. for you you know to get to know her better you yeah know, just that was nice fun. to hear her you know little tiny journey through voice acting and yeah it's just the same memories you know it's just like those are the ones that i recall the most because those are like the ones that i love you know that keep close to my heart yeah i i do have one uh that is uh i mean it's yet again Another one of those uh, E3 2015 memories, but one that I really loved that, like, I feel set the stage for the whole uh, event was uh, us waiting in line outside of E3 and then uh, me on your Wi-Fi and then us on my tablet watching the Square Enix press conference on the tablet in the hall with a bunch of Kingdom Hearts fans around us, a lot of great friends that we made that day, and... We were just there together, all super hyped, watching all the Square Enix stuff going down. And when the Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer was playing, we were screaming and we erupted so and, hyped. And everybody, oh, like, everybody, everybody around us in line. Us. Yeah, everybody was just there. And I was like, what is going on? And Yeah, we were just like, it, oh, my God, Tangled, and, like, all this stuff going on. So are like, new clothes. So are new clothes. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, so hype. Yeah, that to me like such a great moment but like you know just thinking about it in you know hindsight that was just the beginning of just a series of amazing experiences but man what an amazing kickstart to that journey of what happened at, at E3 2015. Like, man, what an amazing kickstart. That was so so much fun. I will give one quick anecdote. This one is not as hype but it's kind of funny is that uh, when I first got to LA on that uh, E3 trip and I, uh, I had like booked the whole thing through Expedia and I did it like, look, I'm from Florida and 
Uh, I have a car in Florida, so I don't know about this newfangled city life stuff. And, you know, so I, I'm, I'm here. I'm like, man, what am I going to do? Do I need to rent a car? I don't want to drive in L.A. traffic. So I figured, OK, so here's what I'll do. Uh, Expedia has a, 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 a car service where a driver, like old school, a driver will show up at the airport with a car that has your name on it and pick you up and drive you to your hotel and will then drive you back, I think, later uh, when it comes time to uh, go to the airport at the end. I had a terrible experience with that. What ended up happening was that the guy picks me up drives me to a hotel in Hollywood that has the same name as the hotel that I was actually supposed to be staying at in LA. And in Korea. I think you remember told me this. Yeah. <laughs> and so I ended up way the heck out in Hollywood when I'm actually supposed to be in like Koreatown or something. And I was just like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm trapped in, in Hollywood. Am I have to walk this or like, what am I going to do? And I remembered Uber. I've heard about Uber. And I downloaded the Uber app and I put the GPS coordinates in my phone and randomly this cute girl shows up in a car and picks me up and takes me to my place and it was fine and everything was great. And then I ordered on DoorDash a meatball sub and I had, man, that was the best dang meatball sub that I ever had. And that just clued me into, oh my God, this future world that we live in. These apps where I could just have convenience. I never had that in Florida. I always had to drive anywhere, anywhere I wanted to go to. Speaking of, speaking of bad driving experiences, do you remember? Uh, were you there with me uh, when we were leaving? Uh, remember after we had our Q and A with Nomura? We were like heading oh, back yeah. to our Airbnb. Remember we were in the 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 Uber or the Lyft, yeah. And there was a big fire that happened near the Airbnb. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And the driver. Making a right turn, stopped in the middle of the intersection of a turn to take a photo of the fire that's going on. Oh yeah, while yeah. there's cars coming. Oh my god! And he, you know, takes the photo and just like just just continues on. Oh man, I, I don't know if you remember that, but I remember that so yeah. well. That's a that's uh, Uber for you. Yeah, that man. was uh that was a quite an experience. Man, the yeah the yeah just. That whole experience, man, just there's there's so much too too much to list. I mean, and that's just E3 2015. 2016 also had a bunch of really great experiences. And there were, you know, a nice handful as well from uh, E3 2018 for me. And yeah, lots, lots of really great stuff. Uh, Those are probably some of my favorites of uh, the behind the scenes, uh, behind the scenes ones. So. uh, So, yeah, I think. Oh, and uh, yeah, uh, I I won't read out the uh, the the more private uh, message, but uh, yeah, I have. I have you written here that uh, uh, I'm already counting the days to the Kingdom Hearts reunion episode. So uh, I, I like that name. I don't know if we can use that name, but if we can use that name, I want to use that name. Reunion. So, uh, yeah, I think that that pretty much wraps up, Churro, our final show. Like, we're here. Yeah. It's been a long, <sighs> long 10 years. Long and, journey. Uh, and... Long journey. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let me uh, let me real quick uh, introduce our music for this episode because you know I remember like it might have been like two years ago I said like I was gonna cancel the the music se- segment because uh, Lauren and Daryl canceled there but you know what we we stuck it out and we we had the music episode the music segment for every single one so I I'm actually proud of that and actually for this episode we're gonna have two music yeah segments. not only we did not cancel it we had, we added an extra one for you guys we added another one yeah exactly so you're gonna get two for the price of one. 
Uh, so we have two. Our first song in the music segment will be a cover of Nachtflügel called uh, Yozora Reimagined part, uh, Cover Part 2 uh, from Kingdom Hearts by Sting, uh, Steven Dungu on YouTube. Uh, I featured a, a, a cover that he did on the last episode. That was his Part 1. This is his Part 2, which is a really epic cover of the battle theme uh, that you uh, have uh, when you fight Yozora in, uh, in Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind. Um, so I mentioned on the prior episode, but the reason why I really want to have this as our final track, uh, or one of the final tracks, uh, is the fact that this is, I definitely align with the vibe, the, uh, the feeling that the secret endings of Kingdom Hearts 3 portrayed, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3 had such a strong, powerful, and very sad ending. Uh, but then here comes the Yozora stuff, and it's also kind of melancholic, to be honest. Like if you really look at it, like clearly Yozora had, uh, you know, a lot that he that happened to him as well, not just Sora. But there's also an air of mystery and an air of intrigue, and that's how I feel about you know ending Kingdom Hearts Union. Is I don't see this as an ending, but it is you know clearly sad. But I also see it as a new beginning and something that could be really amazing. There's a lot of intrigue to it. And that's when I see the stuff with Yozora and what could possibly lead into Kingdom Hearts 4, that's what I feel. And that's why I felt like this would be the perfect track to sort of end it off. This is not, you know, uh, necessarily a goodbye. This is just uh, closing the book on this episode. But, you know. The show goes on, you know, when it comes to me and Churro, the show goes on. So no worries there. Uh, at least for me personally, like Kingdom Hearts Union is one episode in the long series of what I'm doing in my life. So uh, I don't see this as an ending at all. Everything that I did on Kingdom Hearts Union and everything that I will do is a direct continuation. So I, I don't see this as a goodbye in any way. And I hope to see you guys on the other side. And I know Churro feels the same. Uh, yep. But yeah, that's that's how I feel about this, uh, having Yozora as this music. The second song, this is the sad one. <laughs> you got to put a sad one in, right? Of course. But this is this has perfect meaning. And any Kingdom Hearts fan, you know this is the right way to end it. How do you know a Kingdom Hearts game is really done? How do you know that there's not another secret ending around the corner? How can you truly end a Kingdom Hearts game? The only way is with dearly beloved reprise. So we have a cover done by Sam Young official on piano, dearly beloved reprise, a true final ending for the podcast, at least from us. You know, like we said, we don't, we don't know what Lauren and Daryl's going to do, but you know, dearly beloved reprise. Uh, apparently this is uh, based off of the one from Kingdom Hearts three, but uh, yeah, hope you guys will enjoy it. It's, you know, it's dearly beloved. What a perfect way to end it. Dearly beloved reprise. All right. So bittersweet. So now we're getting to the actual outro. We made it, Churro. We did. We did. After all these years, after 10,000 years, we're finally free. Now to conquer Earth. So oh, I just got a crack in the neck, though. Yeah, yeah. So we, we do have a typical outro that we normally do. I scrapped all that stuff. Look, we, we, we've... Uh, We've spent all these past 10 years repping the KH Union stuff, and I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, definitely please support 
FF Union support Kingdom Hearts Union and uh, all, their, all, all their future endeavors. And especially check them out on Twitter at KH Union and on YouTube, Kingdom Hearts, uh, youtube.com slash uh, KHUnionVids. But with that all out of the way, this is something we usually don't do. And since this is the last time, I want to make sure that we do this because this maybe for some of you might be the last chance to really uh, get in contact with us. So before we do, it's time for us to tell all of our social links for once. So, Charo, please give us all your socials, your Twitter, your Instagram, whatever you want, your Twitch. Let's hear it. All right. You can follow me on Twitter at Trudos. It is spelled C-H-U-R-R-O-Z. I have a Twitch, which you can find me live, almost not on a daily basis, but on a constant basis. You can follow me there on I at at Ichiro, that is I-C-H-U-R-R-O. I also have an Instagram, which is the same as my Twitter, at Churros, which is at C-H-U-R-R-O-Z. All right, great. And uh, for me, uh, I'm sure a lot of you know, my Twitter is at underscore Brandon underscore, and that is uh, B-R-A-N-D-E-N. I also am starting up an Instagram, which is at... Uh, Brandon Gone on Instagram, which is B-R-A-N-D-E-N-G-O-N, Brandon Gone. And on Twitch, which it's going to be a while till I can go on Twitch because uh, I'm not going to have internet right away when I move. But uh, I'll let you know on Twitter when I when I, when I I can go live. Uh, but that's going to be uh, Twitch TV slash Brandon Go, B-R-A-N-D-E-N-G-O. Uh, at least for my future endeavors, uh, I'm looking to have Twitter be kind of my all-purpose platform, but a little bit more uh, focused on my artwork and my professional work. I will also talk about Kingdom Hearts on there and game news uh, as it as the time comes, but that's going to be uh, Twitter stuff. Uh, on Instagram, I might cover some art stuff, but I think uh, at least for the time being... I will do a lot of just talking about life in Japan and uh, my, I know I haven't done the best job about, you know, me living, you know, in Japan these past five years, I haven't really put it out there that much. Like if you look at my Twitter, it's like literally, or if you look at my Instagram, literally like pictures from five years ago when I first got here and then I just, you know, stopped posting so much. Uh, And there was a reason for that. Uh, Not that anybody told me not to. But I was always kind of worried and kind of standoffish about it because I'm a what is known as a komuin, uh, which basically means, uh, well, currently I am. Uh, it's a civil servant. So I'm a teacher. I'm a public figure in this town in some ways. And I have a lot of responsibilities to the people in my town and to the students uh, that I teach. So because of that, I've always been very standoffish about talking so much about my personal life on the Internet, just in case, you know, it causes any problems in my town. But going forward, I'm going to be in the game industry and none of that is a problem anymore. I don't have to worry about being a role model to a bunch of little kids. I can just be me and live in Japan and show my life and share it with you. So I hope to do that through uh, through Instagram mostly. I'll I'll do it as well on 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 Twitter since most of my following is there. But I'd like to move that more towards uh, Instagram. So kind of like Instagram, uh, in, uh, Twitter is trying to be a little bit more professional. Instagram is more personal, and Twitch is going to be just uh, art and uh, maybe gaming stuff as well. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. At the very least, please follow me uh, uh, wherever you want, and uh, you can at least stay in touch. All right, Churro. 
It's finally that time. The, yep. the, the, the final time that we, we've always done on every episode, but this time uh, kind of for real. It is goodbye time. So I'm gonna leave saying it, it by. Yeah, I'm going to leave it to you, Churro, so uh, yeah, we can uh, yeah end it out. I was like, I, I shed a tear while you were giving your little you know, monologue back there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been <sighs> but, a long yeah, time, before, man. I know. Before I say goodbye, I just want to give you know a big thank you to Lauren and Daryl. Absolutely. For giving me an opportunity, you know, to be, you know, be a podcaster, something that I was curious in doing and actually make it a reality for teaching me the ethics of being a podcaster. You know, I want to say a big thank you to Brian for always making the podcast so entertaining whenever I spoke to you. You know, you're an awesome guy. You know, wherever you, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you're okay. Yep. Uh, thank you to Sabby for being an amazing co-host. Uh, you you know you, I watched you grow too, just like Brandon. I'm so very proud of you. Uh, to Jackie, Emily, and Melissa, thank you guys so much for always you know being there when we recorded. You're giving it your all. Uh, hope you guys are doing well uh, as well. Um, good luck out there. To um, Erica for being on a uh, guest on our show. Thank you so much. You know for taking the time out of your schedule to come on for us. You're an amazing person. You're an amazing friend. Logan, same to you. You've been been there with me for through a lot of stuff for the Kingdom Hearts series. Thank you so much for always being there. And to you, Brandon, thank you for being an awesome host, an awesome friend. Um, like I said, I got to know a lot about you personally, you know, considering, you know, you were the first time we ever met was you interviewing me at, you know, Comic-Con, yeah. after Comic-Con way, 2005. Way back and, when. <laughs> Yep, you know, a lot of good memories of us, E3 and events, um, but, you know, I'm so happy, I'm so proud of, you know, your accomplishments, um, and to you, the listeners out there, the Patreon supporters, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us the last 10 to 11 years, you know, thank you for all the questions you submitted, all the comments, all the feedback, you know, the donations, everything. You Without you guys, there wouldn't be us. There wouldn't be a Kingdom Hearts Union. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for everything. And, and You can do it. Sorry. I can do it. May your heart be your guiding key. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, hopefully we'll see you guys in the future. Yeah, for sure. That that to me is, yeah, no question. There, there will definitely be uh, a future so yeah uh churro you, you you said it perfectly uh but i'll just uh add a couple of two cents here at the end to just uh you know uh wind it down uh so yeah i i have also a, a list of people that i gotta thank so first i want to thank uh laura mcfadden for creating the show uh yeah without uh her uh this whole thing wouldn't have started so i definitely uh want to thank her yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> Forgot yeah, and, about you. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, no worries. And yeah, just uh, thanks, thanks to her for uh, coming on the 10th anniversary show. That was so nice. Yo, that was that was a lot of fun. Thank yeah, you. I actually hadn't you know met her uh, prior to that, so being able to talk to her was super yeah, nice. Yeah, near. I think it was E3. It was E3 2017 when I first met right, Warren right, right. and she came with us. And wonderful, wonderful person for sure. And you know. Thank you, Lena. I'm sorry I forgot you in my speech, but I just want to add in thank you so much, Lauren, for yeah. creating this and giving us opportunities. Yeah, definitely. And then, of course, uh, Lauren and Daryl for uh, yeah uh, 
taking the show and, uh, from there and uh, really uh, setting it up to be uh, what, you know, what we took over uh, later on. And, you know, I'm always really impressed with all the stuff that they do with Final Fantasy Union. And uh, I couldn't think of better people to, you know, leave uh, the legacy of Kingdom Hearts Union uh, in the hands of while they uh, find out what they want to do with it. Um, I want to thank also, uh, like you said, Brian, who was our uh, first editor that, you know, helped us uh, get started. It showed me uh, a lot of how to get started and being being an editor. You know, it, ha- it hasn't been easy, you know, all these years. But, uh, yeah, the knowledge that he laid down has been super helpful. And I've been using this whole time. And that's what has made the show uh, as, as great as, as it has been, has been the, the training and the knowledge that I got uh, from a professional like him. Um, I also want to thank, uh, all of the co-hosts that we've had over the years. Obviously we had, uh, Melissa, Jackie, Sabby, Emily, uh, amazing co-hosts. I couldn't ask for, you know, be- better friends as well. Um, you know, uh, I-, I hope, you know, in the future that, you know, we can all stay in touch and I know we already, you know, do, <laughs> you know, especially, uh, you know, I had a great chat with, uh, Sabby, uh, the other day. So that was great. And, uh, yeah, of course, lastly, my friend Churro, you know, we've been friends way before this. We're going to stay friends no matter what, even after this, this is, you know, this is just, you know, like I said, this is, you know, this is the Kingdom Hearts Union podcast arc, but like there's, uh, there, there's way more than that. And you got to come here to Japan and like, there's, yeah, I got to see you. I got to see you in Tokyo. I got to check out that exactly. Yeah. You got to check out the crib. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's lots of, lots of adventures to get up to, but, uh, yeah, uh, you know, like we said, uh, at least for the time being, this is, uh, a wrap for the Kingdom Hearts Union podcast, at least as presented by Brendan Churro here. And, uh, we'll see what the future will hold. Uh, I, ideally in the future, you know, we can at least do, uh, you know, kind of like how, uh, Nico mentioned, uh, you know, some sort of a reunion type episode. But uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, just lastly, uh, I want to thank the fans because, uh, yeah, like you said, Churro, without you guys, you know, we, we would just be talking to ourselves out here. And, yep. uh, you know, and we're, we're already used to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, uh, you're the reason uh, why we do this. And uh, we've definitely appreciated all over all the years, all the support that you guys have uh, given to us, you know, uh, through sharing our stuff and listening to us and uh especially, you know, our Patreon supporters who've also supported us monetarily. That was, you know, huge help to us. Uh, anybody that joined us over the years uh, during those uh, deep dive streams that we used to do, that was always uh, a lot of fun. Anybody that stuck it out with me when I was uh, beating Lingering Will took 42 times to beat Lingering Will. That's Thank even you. shorter than the time, amount of times I beat, I, I fought against him, so... Yeah. Oh man, that was uh, that was a, that was a fun time. So thank you to anybody that was there for that one too. Uh, thank you to all the people that we interviewed over the years. Thank you to uh, Dan Seto who set up the you know that legendary meeting that we got uh, with uh, Tetsuya Nomura. Thank you to Tayasue for telling me straight uh, when I asked him like, oh, if I ever wanted to uh, join the Kingdom Hearts team, what would it take? And then he told me point blank, "How's your Japanese?" <laughs> That, hey, that little that line. was one thing that, that was little thing that line set that little line set me off uh but yeah it was super powerful thanks to uh olivia and yes. for you know she was on the show a couple of times and i uh definitely want to thank her uh personally just for uh you know she was the person who came to the jet program before me and uh 
mentioned on uh, she was the one who mentioned on Twitter. Oh, by the way, uh, you know, uh, Jet Program is uh, recruiting. So if you guys ever want to live and work in Japan, uh, you should do that. And it's because of that tweet that I had considered the Jet Program as an option. And the reason why I considered her tweet is because in her tweet she said, "Oh, did you know that Square Enix uh, looks for people after they finish the Jet Program?" That was all I needed to hear, <laughs> and that. That's that's what led me down this path. Now, let me just tell you real quick. Um, turns out that little uh, yeah, Square Enix uh, looking for people after they finish the jet program. That does happen, but they mostly look for uh, localizers. <laughs> Not my field. And uh, unfortunately, this year, due to the pandemic, there was like really no way to like it. it that's that event still happened, but it was all very uh, unpersonal and you really couldn't talk to the person from Square. So. Yeah, it was kind of unfortunate, but I ended up not needing it. But still, you know, thank you to uh, Olivia for uh, putting that out there because that was uh, another one of the uh, random chances that. Uh, also, thank you for her, this. her um, translations too, because yeah, when she was translating for the Kingdom Hearts series. You know, it was because of her we were able to get some news. Absolutely, what's going on in Japan? Yeah, so so yeah. thank you, Olivia, too. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's it for us for now. Uh, like I said, please uh, follow us on our social media and keep up with us so we can uh, let you know how uh, our journeys go on from here. As you know, like I said, they do go on from here. Uh, I, like I said, at least you know for me, and I know Cheryl feels the same. Like at least for me, this is all everything that comes from now is a direct continuation of what we uh, worked so hard for up until now. This isn't, you know, at least as far as we are concerned and our journeys, this is not an ending. This is just the next step. So, yeah, uh, that pretty much uh, wraps it up for us. So, Churro, say your goodbyes. Oh, wait, before I say my goodbyes, oh, yes. I just want to thank, I want to say thank one more entity, and that yes. is Square Enix. Yeah, thanks, Square Enix. Thank you, to, thank you to Square Enix for, you know, giving us opportunities as well as creating this wonderful series that we have the privilege and honor of talking about and Disney so, and Disney too. Thank you for letting Square Enix use your properties to create yes. this wonderful game. So thank you guys so very much. And with that, my name is Churro. Thank you guys again and goodbye and see you guys out there. All right. And I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a kingdomheartsunion.com production.